0: Again, wrestling fans, and welcome to another edition of the This Week in History show presented by the Scumbags of Wrestling. We are here in London. It's Thursday afternoon, 12 noon to be precise, and we are your lunchtime deep dive into the rich history of our great sport, that being professional wrestling. We are going to look at the week of July 16th through July 22nd today. But before we get all that, we want to remind you that we are Brought to you by our sponsors, CoolBet. Remind you to stay cool and bet responsibly. Plus, you can always go over to our Pro Wrestling Tees store at ProWrestlingTees.com backslash Wrestling and purchase any of our four t-shirts. Of course, if you buy the Ontario Independent Wrestling uh, comic book cover, you're going to be supporting Stephen's Wrestling Journey with his research for carry malformation through Sick Kids Hospital in Toronto. and. I don't have the banner, but I wanted to let you know we are also part of the All-Ontario Cup and we are one of the uh, legendary fan sponsors of it and be on the lookout for the All-Ontario Cup featuring 30 of the top stars of the Ontario scene in a tournament format. We're going to uh, kick that off shortly and it's put together by our friends over at Barry Wrestling. So check out the All-Ontario Cup and support it and support us because we're going to be um, involved with it a lot. So we are thankful for you. Join us on YouTube and on Facebook, and of course, we are available on Stitcher, Spotify, iHeart Radio, or anywhere else you get podcasts from. You're always available whether you're in the car or on the walk, and you can catch us at any time. We are part of the Ontario Independent Podcasting Network here in Ontario and the Johnners Podcasting Network in the UK. So we want to thank everybody for their sponsorship and support. Be sure to like us, support us, leave a comment, and help grow this community. But like I said, right from the start, we're here for the week of July 16th to the 22nd, and we can't do that without our narrator of our history, Jonesy in Niagara Falls. How are you? I'm not too
1: bad, just got my second shot, so I'm a little groggy, got it yesterday, Um, and there's a storm of brewing here, and I think there's a storm of brewing where uh, you are, so if one of us goes out, the other one will just kind of take over and continue on.
0: Yeah, there is uh, one brewing here in London, Uh, for those obviously knowing that we record this early uh, than Thursday afternoon, because we both work during the afternoon. But, uh, yeah, it is uh, Tuesday evening and storms are coming through. But it's been really hazy with uh, fires uh, from the north blowing the smoke down this way. The sun's been looking like we're on uh, Tatooine and uh, seeing the haze and the the red ball in the sun as opposed to a yellow or orange one, uh, depending on your perspective. But, yeah, it's been really hazy in the mornings and seeing that uh, rise up above uh, the horizon, it's like, oh my god, am I going to see some droids around here? But, uh, yeah, thankfully... I know our our,
1: uh, meteorologist here at uh, This Week in History has told us that uh, um, it's supposed to, I I, I believe on Wednesday, we're supposed to get lots of sun, especially in Toronto, but the smoke
0: may return. Yeah, uh, the smoke is supposed to blow out with this uh, storm, so we'll see what uh, brings our way, and Yeah, I also got my second shot this past weekend, and so I'm just ready and waiting for any uh, indie shows to come along that I hopefully physically can attend. I did see uh, New School Wrestling this past weekend. They had a YouTube show, and, uh, yeah, it's starting to pop up all over Ontario, and it looks like we'll be bringing back the Ontario Indie Road Trip show to give a rundown of everything that's going on. It's going to be a busy fall. We're going to start
1: with July 16th. We're going back 33 years ago. Frank Goodish, a.k.a. Bruiser Brody, is fatally stabbed in a shower stall in Bayamon, Puerto Rico. Uh, He would die the next day from uh, extreme blood loss. We've covered the story back in June on his birthday. Quite a sad story. Um, And uh, who would have known if he would have... What he would have done if he would have uh, not
0: been murdered. Yeah, he definitely inspired a lot of people. And unfortunately, from my understanding, uh, I don't think anybody got charged on the whole thing, which is a damn shame. Yep, a damn shame. 31 years ago, WWF taped the
1: 27th edition of Saturday night's main event. It would air 12 days later on NBC this episode would set up the two main events at SummerSlam. Uh, Hogan would return after being squished by Earthquake uh, on the uh, Brother Love show. You know, they couldn't get that stain out for months. Uh, and the Ultimate Warrior would beat Ravishing Rick Rude by DQ. This would provide the um, rule for the uh,
0: steel cage match for the IC belt. Actually, that was for the uh, world title. Well, it was part of the world title. The uh, Warrior-Rude uh, uh, match at S- SummerSlam that year. Oh, that was for the world wrestling. title? Oh, I must have been smoking something there. It's We're just going to put day. in world title, and that's why they we have John the, here. Yeah, they did the icy title at WrestleMania five, so this was... Ah, I mean, that's what I got over and Rude was uh, there with his short hair this time. Uh, Rude is credited as being one of the only guys who could actually tolerate the warrior enough to give him decent matches.
1: Uh, On the card, we had Demolition uh, defeated the, oh, and that was Smash and Crush, uh, defeated the Rockers, Shawn Michaels and Marty Jannetty to retain the WWF Tag Team Championship. Mr. Perfect would defeat Tito Santana to retain the WWF IC belt. And the Texas Tornado defeated Buddy Rose. With his blowaway diet. Blowaway diet. Twenty six years ago, WCW presented Bash at the Beach from Huntington Beach, California. The show took place on the beach as fans could watch the show for free. WCW claimed hundred thousand fans in attendance, while actual numbers uh, were close to ten thousand. The show was also being taped for an episode of Baywatch titled Bash at the Beach. Making his debut as the son of Andre the Giant, he would throw a giant shirt similar to what Andre would wear. Uh, They dropped the son of Andre uh, storyline over time, perhaps because Andre never had a son, but a daughter. Uh, Harlem Heat, Booker Dean, Stevie Ray defeated the Nasty Boys, uh, Nobs and Sags, and the Blue Bloods, uh, consisting of Lord Steven Regal and Earl Robert Eaton, in a triangle match to retain the WCW World Tag Team Championship. Also, Randy Savage defeated Ric Flair in a lifeguard lumberjack match, serving as the lumberjacks for extras, from Baywatch. And Hulk Hogan defeated Vader in a steel cage match to retain the WCW uh, Heavyweight Championship. This was Vader's last WCW pay per view uh, uh, appearance before being fired. A little bit of porky pig there. 21 years ago, ECW presented Hate Wave 2000 from California. At the event, LA-based promotion XPW would buy ringside tickets, and after XPW valet Christie Mist grabbed Francine, pandemonium would ensue. After the ECW locker room emptied, security would escort the XPW wrestlers out of the arena, where after the show they'd get their asses kicked before escaping in a limo. Some say this was a work, others claim it was a shoot. Uh, just incredible. defeated Tommy Dreamer in a stairway to hell letter match to retain the ECW World Heavyweight Championship. I'm not sure how it can be a stairway to hell when hell is down and they're climbing up. So anyways, <laughs> I'm sure it was a decent match though. 20 years ago, Terry Ray Gordy Sr. died of a heart attack uh, caused by a blood clot. He was just 40 years old. Uh, Terry Gordy would form the fabulous Fleet Freebirds, along with Michael Hayes and later Buddy Roberts. He would also form the Miracle Violence Connection with Steve Williams and hold the IWPG Tag Titles uh, five times. And Gordy himself would become a two-time All Japan Triple Crown winner. Near the end of his career, he would have a brief run in WWF as the masked executioner. Uh, and his son, Terry Jr., would wrestle for WWE as Jesse and later Slam Master J. Terry Jr. Uh, and he would retire in 2005.
0: Yeah, his daughter, I think, is now in wrestling. I'm not sure what oh. her name is. But I have seen uh, some photos that he has a daughter that has uh, raced up the boots. Interesting.
1: 15 years ago, TNA presented Victory Road. Uh, Sun defeated Kazarian to retain the TNA X Division Championship. Raven defeated Larry Zbysko in a hair versus hair match. Sting defeated Scott Steiner, Samoa Joe, and Christian Cage in a Road to Victory match to earn a TNA World Heavyweight Championship match at Hard Justice. <clears throat> and it's a happy 45th birthday to Franklin Roberto Lashley, a.k.a. Bobby Lashley. Last year, was born uh, July 16th, 1976 in Junction City, USA. He is the current WWE champion and is a former mixed martial artist and armed forces veteran. I did not know he was in his mid-40s. Wow. Great shape. July 17th, 31 years ago in Japan, Terry Gordy defeated Stan Hansen to win the All Japan Pro Wrestling Triple Crown Championship. He wouldn't hold on to it long as Gordy ends up in the hospital 10 days later, recovering from an overdose of painkillers.
0: And there's a picture of him as the fourth and sixth Triple Crown winner. Wow. That's what wrestlers looked like uh, back in our day. (laughs) Yeah, they weren't very Um, built,
1: unlike Bobby Lashley. Yeah. 27 years ago, WCW presented the first ever Bash at the Beach from Orlando, Florida, the pay-per-view numbers um, more than doubled from the previous pay-per-view, as Hogan would face Ric Flair for the first time televised. Uh, Antonio Noki attended and received an award for his contributions to wrestling. On the card, Vader defeated the Guardian Angel by DQ. Kerry Funk and Monk, House Buck defeated Dusty, Dustin Rhodes and Arn Anderson. Uh, Steve and uh, Steve Austin defeated Ricky Steamboat to retain the WCW US belt. Pretty wonderful. Paul Roma and Paul Orndorff defeated Cactus Jack and Kevin Sullivan to win the WCW World Tag Team Championship. And with Mr. T and NBA star Shaquille O'Neal, Hulk Hogan defeated Ric Flair to win the WCW World Heavyweight Championship.
0: Oh. Shocking that he'd win it on his first match in WCW.
1: Shocking. But you know what? I, I,
0: Guys like Ric
1: Flair and that, I I, uh, I give it to them because, like like he he has said before, most of his big matches, he never won. Um, but he helped make a lot of stars. 21 years ago on Nitro from Auburn Hills, Michigan, Lance Storm defeated Mike Awesome by submission in the finals of a one-night tournament to win the WCW United States Championship. The belt was vacated when Scott Steiner used the then-banned Steiner Recliner
0: and had his U.S. title stripped. Yeah, and that's when Lance went on his belt collecting ways and started changing every belt to a Canadian-themed name. Mm -hmm. Looks nice. Good belt. 17
1: years ago in Elizabeth, New Jersey, Doug Williams defeated Alex Shelley in the finals of a one-night tournament to win the vacated ROH Pure Championship. 16 years ago TNA presented No Surrender. Uh, I'm trying to this match was to qualify for the Super X Cup tournament. Monty Brown and Kip James defeated Three Live Crew Ron Killings and Conan in a street fight. AJ Styles defeated Sean Waltman uh, Jerry Lynn was the guest referee. Christopher Daniels defeated P- Petey Williams to retain the TNA X division belt. And Raven uh, defeated Abyss in a dog collar match to retain the NWA world heavyweight championship. After the match, Jarrett would appear and said he would get his title back one way or another. Then Rhino made his TNA debut and Gord Raven. 16 years ago in Sapporo, Japan, Hiroshi Tanahashi defeated Giant Bernard in the finals of a one-night tournament to win the vacated IWGP Heavyweight Championship. The title was vacated when Brock Lesnar and IWGP couldn't come to terms. And I'm giving myself a nice little Barry Horowitz. uh, Pat the back for nailing that name. 14 years ago at a SmackDown taping in Texas, uh, this SmackDown taping was originally scheduled for Edmonton, but due to the Benoit situation, they moved it to stateside. Edge would forfeit the World uh, Heavyweight Championship due to torn left pectoral muscle he suffered a week earlier. Later in the show, the Great Kali won a 20-man-over-the-top battle royal to win the vacated World Heavyweight Championship. The night would end uh, with the setup for the main event at the next pay-per-view as Batista and Kane, the last two men eliminated in the battle royal fought to a no contest in a number one contenders match
0: mm-hmm. 10 years ago sorry go ahead and of course khali holding that uh, big gold belt upside down
1: uh you know some you know i you know he, i don't take him as being uh a guy who um pays attention to details um so, and I'm not saying he's dumb because he's definitely not. He was a, was a police officer and done a lot of good stuff. So, But uh, unfortunately, that stuff happens. Yep. Mm-hmm. Get in the moment and you forget. Ten years ago, but hey, when you're that big, what are they going to do? Ten years ago, WWE presented Bunny in the Bank from the All-State Arena in Rosemont, Illinois. The main event had CM Punk in his last WWE match as he vowed to take the WWE title with him. Meltzer gave uh, this the best show and match of the year. Daniel Bryan defeated Cody Rhodes, Heath Slater, Justin Gabriel, Kane, Sheamus, Sin Cara, and Wade Barrett in a SmackDown Money in the Bank ladder match. Alberto Del Rio defeated Rey Mysterio, Kofi Kingston, The Miz, Alex Riley, Evan Bourne, R-Truth, and Jack Swagger in a Raw Money in the Bank ladder match. Christian defeated Randy Orton by a DQ to win the World Heavyweight Championship. Christian won on a DQ due to pre-match stipulations. Orton was uh, disqualified due to a low blow. CM Punk defeated John Cena to win the WWE Championship. After the bell, Alberto Del Rio failed to cash in his Money in the Bank briefcase as he was
0: roundhouse kicked by Punk. Yeah, that one. Uh, unfortunately, CM Punk re-signed qu- too quickly after that whole thing. Uh, whether he was signed or not going into the, uh, the match with Cena... Uh, I think it got leaked out that uh, later on that he had re-signed or something like that. But if they had found a way of keeping quiet, I would have kept Punk off as long as possible because I think after this match, he did show a picture on Twitter with the title in his Fridge or something because they were yep. in Chicago for this. But I think even if he had re-signed and that's why he got the given the belt and all this other stuff, if they kept it quiet long enough, then he could have uh, kept on showing up at different places with the title. They, I know, they recrowned a new champion, and the, eventually they had Cena against uh, Punk again to crown an undisputed champion. I think it was at SummerSlam or something like that. But it was a story that took it went down way too quickly. They could have had more life out of Punk holding mm-hmm. the title hostage. I think.
1: They sure could have, but they didn't. And especially when you have more than one major belt. Why not? And it's a happy 35th birthday to Lacey Atkinson, a.k.a. Lacey Von Erich. Uh, she is the daughter of the Texas Tornado and granddaughter of Fritz Von Erich. She spent some time in TNA and a and uh, She retired and opened up an advertising agency. It's a happy 47th birthday to Shannon Claire Speroli, uh, a.k.a. Daphne. Uh, the former screaming WCW Cruiserweight champion has also worked in Shimmer, Shine, and Wrestlelicious. Her name there was Draculetta. And today would have been the 67, uh, 62nd birthday of NWA and WCW referee Randy Anderson.
0: You know, I'll always remember Randy Anderson for that... Uh time with being uh, in WCW and getting fired by Eric Bischoff and bringing his kids uh, to try and get his job back and Eric laughing in his kids' face and stuff like that. And apparently whatever town Randy Anderson uh, lived in, they took it so seriously that they thought it was legit that they petitioned to get his job back. It was like a big hoopla where he came from.
1: Well, oh, you know, I wasn't uh, a big fan of WCW, but I remember I wrote a couple letters uh, strongly worded to Eric Bischoff about this. I personally thought Rainy Erson should be fired. Anyways, July 18th, 41, fun, bleh, 41 years ago in Chicago, Vern Gagne defeated Nick Bockwinkle to win the AWA World Heavyweight Championship for the 10th and final time. 32 years ago, WWF taped the 22nd edition of Saturday Night's main event. Hulk Hogan defeated the Honky Tonk Man to retain the WWF Championship. Brutus Beefcake defeated Randy Savage by DQ. The Brain Busters Aaron Anderson and Tully Blanchard defeated Demolition Axe and Smash in a, uh, in a 2-1 in a best-of-three falls match to win the WWF Tag Team Championship.
0: Yeah, and this was also a night that uh, it set up the uh, main event for SummerSlam 89. With the tag team match of uh, Hogan and Beefcake taking on Zeus and uh, Savage with Sherry in their corner. As this picture has them holding off Zeus from uh, beating up Beefcake anymore. Yeah, hey, the left uh, left side
1: of performers is gone and the right side is still alive. Yeah, shockingly. 28 years ago, WCW presented Beach Blast from Biloxi, Mississippi which would be the final WCW-NWA pay-per-view. WCW would go on its own at the end of summer 93. Paul Orndorff defeated Ron Simmons by DQ to retain the WCW World Television Championship. Dustin Rhodes and Rick Rude fought to a 1-1 draw in a 30-minute Man match for the vacated NWA United States Championship. Ric Flair defeated Barry Wyndham to win the NWA Heavyweight Championship for the 10th in final time. NWA only recognizes nine of his 10 NWA reigns. And Sting and Davy Boy Smith defeated the Masters of the Powerbomb, Big Van Vader and Sid Vicious. 22 years ago, ECW presented Heatwave 99. Uh, Balls Mahoney in Spike Dudley defeated the Dudley Boys, uh, Bubba Ray and Devon, in Dayton in a Dayton Street fight to win the ECW World Tag Team Championship. 14 years ago, George Kazazo, aka John Kronos, uh, died d- uh, due to heart failure, resulting from an enlarged heart. A recent knee injury may have contributed to his death. He was 38, and he was one half of the Eliminators with Perry Saturn. 11 years ago, WWE presented the first Money in the Bank from Kansas City. Kane defeated Big Show, Matt Hardy, Kofi Kingston, Christian, Cody Rhodes, Dolph Ziggler, Drew McIntyre in a SmackDown Money in the Bank ladder match. And Kane would cash in his briefcase after Mysterio swagger match and defeated Rey Mysterio to win the World Heavyweight Championship. Uh, The Miz defeated Edge, Randy Orton, Chris Jericho, Evan Bourne, Ted DiBiase, John Morrison, and Mark Henry in a Raw Money in the Bank ladder match. And Sheamus defeated John Cena in a steel cage match to retain the WWE Championship. Eight years ago, TNA presented Destination X on a very special episode of Impact from Kentucky. Uh, Chris Sabin defeated Bully Ray to win the TNA World Heavyweight Championship. And finishing off that day is a happy 52nd birthday to Manzori Murakawa, or Murakawa, goodnight, aka the great Suzuki. Um, he uh, founded Michinoku Pro Wrestling, is a former IWGP junior heavyweight single and tag champ, and is the first legislator elected to wear a mask. Very
0: nice. Mm-hmm. Happy to the great Suzuki. July 19th, 61 years ago
1: in Minnesota, Berndon Gagne and Leo Namalelli. Alini defeated Murder, Inc., uh, Tiny Mills, and Stan Kowalski uh, to win the AWA World Tag Team Championship. Twelve years ago, TNA presented Victory Road. Wrestling Observer Newsletter readers voted voted this the worst major show of the year with 82% of the first place votes. This was also the TNA debut of Taz few of the matches on the card saw Angelina Love defeat Tara to win the TNA Knockouts belt. Uh, Jenna Moraska uh, defeated Charmel. This match was voted worst work match of the year. Yeah, Kev- oh, yeah. i never seen. Kevin Nash defeated AJ Styles to win the TNA Legends Championship. And Booker T and uh, Scott Steiner defeated Beer Money, Inc. to win the TNA World Take Team Championship. Small Joe defeated Sting and the main event had Kurt Angle defeat Mick Foley to retain the TNA World Heavyweight Championship. 6 years ago WWE presented Battleground from you know what I got I got something that came across my mind here is it kind of silly to me that they had okay Kevin Nash defeating AJ Styles and that was for the Legends Championship shouldn't Kevin Nash have been fighting Mick Foley
0: yeah, well, the Legends title was only a Legends belt in name only because anybody could have had it. It didn't really divide the roster between age bracket or anything like that. Yeah, that's that's silly. It's like might as well just had a U.S. title or IC belt or anything like that. Mm. They just called it a Legends belt. And that if you look at the lineage, it was so many different things as well over the time, like it just changed name week after Hmm. week. Moving on now, six years ago
1: WWE presented Battleground from Missouri in a pre-show match. King Barrett defeated R-Truth to retain the King of the Ring crown. Uh, Charlotte defeated Brie Bella and Sasha Banks by submission in a triple threat match. And Brock Lesnar defeated Seth Rollins by DQ in a WWE World Heavyweight Championship match. The Undertaker wouldn't make his return since uh, WrestleMania, defeating Bray Wyatt. Moving on, to July twentieth, fifty-eight years ago, Vern Gagne defeated The Crusher in Minneapolis, Minnesota, to win the AWA World Heavyweight Belt for the fourth time.
0: This week has been an important week for in the life of Vern Gagne. Oh yes, yeah. Some of them, it's just bam, bam, bam. Uh, 48 years ago, Jack Briscoe defeated
1: Harley Race in Houston, Texas, to win the NWA World Heavyweight Championship. 29 years ago, at a house show, the Natural Disasters, Earthquake and Typhoon, defeated Money, Inc., uh, Ted DiBiase, and IRS in Worcester,
0: Massachusetts, to win the WWF World Tag Team Championships. One of those special nights where anything can happen on a house show. Yeah, flipped back, and I, the- I, I,
1: like it. I like it when they do that once in a while. You have to let a belt change
0: hand at a house show, yeah, because then people think that anything can happen instead of going, oh, well, that's a championship match. We know who's going to retain. Mm-hmm. And, oh my god! And then those who sat at home, going, no, I'm okay without seeing that, are going, no, why? I missed that. Damn!
1: I should have gone to that show. Arg. 23 years ago on Nitro, Scott Hall and the Giant defeated Sting and Kevin Nash to win the WCW World Tag Team Championship. Also in the main event, Bret Hart defeated Diamond Dallas Page to win the vacated WCW United States Championship. Oh, pardon my God. Goldberg vacated the title due to winning the worked belt. And over on Raw, D'Lo Brown defeated Triple H to win the
0: WWF European Championship. Oh, you better recognize. You did recognize. D-Lo's over on uh, Impact Wrestling now uh, doing commentary for them. Nice. 13 years ago, WWE presented the Great American
1: Bash from the Nassau Coliseum. Uh, This event is the last WWE pay-per-view with a TV-14 rating as they would transition to a PG rating for future pay-per-views. As well, this was the first Divas Championship match. Festus and Finley and Hornswoggle in a fatal four-way match to win the WWE Tag Team Championship. Uh, Shelton Benjamin defeated uh, Matt Hardy to win the WWE United States uh, Championship. Michelle McCool defeated Natalya to become the first WWE Divas Champion. CM Punk and Batista went to a double DQ for the World Heavyweight Championship. JBL defeated John Cena in a New York City parking lot brawl and Triple H defeated Edge to retain the WWE Championship.
0: The parking lot brawl was actually a really decent uh, brawl. uh, Set up really nicely, and considering who was involved with it, both men uh, looked really good against each other.
1: Cool. Well, that's good. Because JBL, eh, he's okay. eh.
0: Yeah, it depends on who he's with.
1: Yeah. Nine years ago, Shine Wrestling would present its first event, Uh, Made in Sin, Taylor Made and Allison Kay defeated West Coast Connection, which was Tracy Taylor and Sue Young. Christina Von Erie defeated Cherry Bomb and Jazz defeated Sarah Del Rey. July 21st, 40 years ago in Allentown, Pennsylvania, Tony Gurria and Rick Martell defeated the Moondogs, Rex and Spot, to win the WWF Tag Team Championship. Gurria is the first wrestler in the WWF to hold the tag titles five times.
0: Yeah, I was kind of surprised seeing this. That I, mean, I, I know it happened and all that, but I, I don't know. For some reason, I couldn't wrap my mind around the fact that Rick Martell was there in WWF before the Can-Am Connection. Because I know he was in the AWA and a former AWA champion and stuff like that. But I just picture, because of my time frame of starting to watch wrestling, I picture Rick Martell and Tom Zenk as being Rick's original run there. And then mm-hmm. when Zink left, he became force with Tito and then the model and stuff like that. But to think that he actually held WD gold prior to that, in this case with Korea, yeah.
1: Yep, uh, some some things like that I, I'm not sure if it's this week or next week. Uh Bone there's a little thing about Bone McAno. she was actually she wrestled in a WWF ring long before um, she had her run with uh, London Blaze. 37 years ago in Charlotte, North Carolina, Tolly Blanchard defeated Magnum TA to win the NWA United States Championship. 26 years ago in Tampa, Florida, Dean Malenko defeated Eddie Guerrero to win the ECW World Television Championship. Uh, the Mikey Whipwreck and Sandman match would have the Sunshine Network pull the episode and ECW off the network for a short period due to the brutal uh, canoeing that Mikey Whipwreck would take after the match. Or sorry, caning. Uh, that's not canoeing, can- caning. <laughs> I thought, okay, canoeing. I mean, it's like waterboarding. But anyways... Uh, Marty Gillani would try to save Mikey, but he too received a caning from the Sandman. And after the main event of the public enemy, Johnny Grunge and Flyboy Rock-O-Rock defeating the Gangsters, New Jack and Mustafa, fans rushed to the ring to celebrate and would fill the ring until it collapsed. This clip would be used many times and become part of ECW's opening clip montage.
0: Doo, 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 doo. here we go
1: 19 years ago wwe presented vengeance from the joe lewis arena in uh detroit do i have the right one? Oh, there we go yeah i i, I took out that in your house nine international incident but since you have it we'll, we'll read it anyways 25 years ago wwf presented in your house nine international incident from general motors place in vancouver british columbia Uh, We saw Steve Austin defeat Mark Merrow, The Undertaker defeated Goldust by DQ, and Camp Cornette Owen Hart, the British Bulldog, and Vader defeated the People's Posse, Um, Amon Johnson, Shawn Michaels, and Psycho Sid.
0: Yeah, to imagine that this was supposed to be Warrior instead of Sid in there, just kind of is weird. Uh, That is weird. And then Steve Austin and Mark Morrow. Steve has said numerous times that he hates working with Mark Morrow. There's actually a um, this recent uh, something that wrestled with uh, Bruce Prichard that actually runs this whole card down and stuff behind the scenes and Warrior disappearing and stuff like that and getting fired and bringing in Sid. Thankfully, it wasn't softball season. But, uh, yeah, and figuring out what the directions would have been If Warrior had been there and where things did go, it's a a good lesson.
1: All right. Duly noted. 19 years ago, WWE presented vengeance from the Joe Louis Arena in Detroit. Bubba and Spike Dudley defeated Chris Benoit and Eddie Guerrero in a tables match. RVD defeated Brock Lesnar by DQ to retain the WWE Intercontinental Championship. The Un-Americans Christian and Lance Storm defeated Hulk Hogan and Edge to win the WWE Tag Team Championship. And The Rock defeated Kurt Angle and The Undertaker in a triple threat match to win the WWE Championship for a seventh time, a record at the time.
0: Yeah, now you got <sighs> like John Cena who has actually 16 and is going for number 17 if he yeah, goes against... Uh, Roman at SummerSlam. but I have a sneaky feeling
1: that someone's going to interfere. Something's gonna happen where maybe Xena will get that belt eventually again, but I, I think they might wait till like WrestleMania.
0: yeah, I think at the same time, and this'll will, will save uh, fully for uh, Summerslam preview. but um, yeah, I don't see uh, because of the role that Cena has currently in the world of entertainment and uh, that he's going to be a special attraction. And I don't think they ever want to have him beat Ric Flair's 16 tie. They're okay with beat. Probably not.
1: Maybe he'll win it, but then it will
0: be stripped from him
1: 16 years ago. Hey, maybe Ric Flair will come in and knock, knock him out. Uh, 16 years ago, manager, wrestler, and commentator Lord Alfred George James Hayes died following a series of strokes in Dallas, Texas. He was 76. He was born in Jolly Good, England in 1928. He had been known as Judo L. Hayes uh, from the late 50s through the 70s. Hayes had a black belt in Judo. Hayes would join the WWF in 82. In 1984, he would become the Ed McMahon for Vince on the WWF talk show Tuesday Night Titans. He was born August 8th, 1928 in London, England. Hayes worked on the British wrestling circuit. He would serve as a commentator and an interviewer and enjoyed some skits on Saturday night's main event. For most of the time, he would be a face but would cheer on the bad guys later in his career. Hayes would be let go from the WWF due to budget cuts. Shortly after, he would be confined to a wheelchair after losing part of his leg in an automobile accident. Uh, He would be seen in the short-lived AWF in '96. He was survived by his son and daughter, along with three grandchildren. Posthumously, he was inducted into the Professional Wrestling Hall of Fame in 2014, Occasionally WWE still uses his voiceover from some old school themed episodes of raw since his passing. He's one of those guys you, you know, you love him or hate him. Uh, he was annoying at times, but I thought, especially for that time, he, he was, he was pretty good commentator. He was, he was goofy at times. I think he would did some, maybe some, uh, extracurricular activity with uh, a bottle in the back before he went on the commentating, uh, part, but, uh, he uh, he was pretty good. I didn't mind him.
0: Yeah, I remember uh, one Saturday Night's event event uh, from Frankenmuth, or at least the skits were done in Frankenmuth, and the uh, event was probably done in Detroit, uh, but it was Oktoberfest-themed, and him and Gene Orklin were doing stuff with, involving cheese or something like that. Or No, he was... Actually, I think he was with uh, the Bushwhackers and doing cheese, but he didn't have his earpiece in, and Then he finally hooked up with uh, Gene and they were yelling at each other for not hearing each other and stuff like that. So they were doing comedy skits that way. Alfred kind of also reminds me in his role of being uh, equivalent to WCW, AWA's version of Lee Marshall. Yeah. The C-string sort of guy that was there. Great utility uh, player, but not the major guy. Mm Mm-hmm. Twelve years ago, at a TNA
1: Impact taping, the British Invasion, Brutus Magnus and Doug Williams defeated Team 3D, uh, Brother Ray and Brother Devon, in a tables match to win the IWGP Tag Team Championship. Uh, The title change would not be recognized until August 10th by New Japan. In the main event, Bobby Lashley and Mick Foley defeated Kevin Nash and Kurt Angle because Foley got the pinfall on Nash, Foley won the TNA Legends Championship.
0: Yeah, I love Rocky Rules of... Yep, Rocky Rules. N- numerous nine belts years ago, Adam... Sorry, go ahead. Of numerous belts on the line and one belt changes if you get pinned. Adam. Yep. Uh,
1: let see. I think we were at nine years ago at a Metro Pro Wrestling taping. Adam Pearce defeated Colt Cabana in a two out of three match to win the NWA World Heavyweight Championship for the fifth and final time. Finishing off with July 22nd, 26 years ago in Uniondale, New York, Vince McMahon is acquitted of one count of conspiracy to distribute steroids. Early in the week, two counts of steroid distribution were dismissed due to lack of evidence. Out of 11 witnesses called by the prosecution, only Kevin uh, Walsh, I don't even have to say his last name, Nails, uh, would testify that Vince uh, McMahon directed him to use steroids. Well, yeah, I wouldn't believe something. that
0: line, piece of shit He was very bitter about uh, Other things and was accusing people Of sexual assault And yeah. that's why he, I ended up Getting fired, he was very bitter And so it's not surprising somebody like that uh, uh, Spoke up But I guess uh, Listen to, once again, uh, things like uh, uh, Something to wrestle with And also Jim Cornette's uh, Experience uh, In the drive-thru There's talk about uh, that time period and Jerry Jarrett was brought in to take over if uh, Vince did go to jail and Vince actually thought that was uh, quite the possibility and uh, he was thanking his lucky stars that uh, Jerry McDivitt ended up getting him off and he got acquitted and then life continued on as it uh, will. But imagine the world of wrestling if Vince had gone to jail and Jerry Jarrett was running WJF. I don't know where we'd be today.
1: I would say we would be talking about uh, WCW's Bash at the Beach this year. That's what I think would happen.
0: Most likely, because I don't think uh, Jerry Jarrett would have been able to stand up to uh, Eric Bischoff and at least have the grit and determination that Vince did to be down for 83 uh, weeks and still come back swinging and defeat and buy your competition. I don't see Jerry Jarrett being that guy. 25 years ago on Monday Night Raw from
1: Seattle, Shawn Michaels and Ahmed Johnson defeated the Smoking Guns, Billy and Bart, via DQ in a WWF Tag Team Championship match. The DQ was caused by the debuting Ron Simmons as Fruke Assad. Uh, Fruk would attack Ahmed Johnson. Uh, thankfully, uh, he would drop the silly headgear and um, would become the Ron Simmons Farouk that we all liked.
0: Yeah, he became a black militant, got rid of the uh, stereotypical uh, African-American man with a uh, pretty blonde uh, white girl. Uh, which I think a lot of people thought. Whereas uh, I heard backstage uh, in one of the other podcasts that uh, people were a little bit uncomfortable with that sort of stereotype uh, image afterwards as well. Even after getting rid of the gladiator gear, it just it was a combination that did not work.
1: Uh, well, I don't see the problem with Sunny being with with him. I mean, look, he is as he is, cares about her. He's wearing a safety equipment.
0: Yeah, very great.
1: <laughs> Problem was he looked—he looked too much like an American gladiator.
0: Yeah, it looked utterly really ridiculous, and thankfully he became uh, the leader of uh, the Nation of Domination and uh, went that route. And then, of course, being more himself with the APA and uh, with John Layfield.
1: All right, twenty-four years ago on Nitro from Jackson, Florida. Mm-hmm. Ultimo Dragon defeated Lord Steven Regal to win the WCW World TV title. 20 years ago, WWF presented Invasion. Invasion became the most ordered pay-per-view that was not at WrestleMania. The show was focused on the WWF superstars taking on the coalition alliance of WCW and ECW in a series of matches. Uh, Earl Hebner defeated Nick Patrick. Mick Foley was a special referee. To Jerry defeated Taz. Rob Van Dam defeated Jeff Hardy to win the WWF Hardcore Championship. And Booker T, Diamond Dallas Page, Rhino, and the Dudley Boys uh, defeated Steve Austin, Kurt Angle, Chris Jericho, The Undertaker, and Kane in the inaugural brawl match. End of the match had Austin stunning Angle costing his team the match.
0: Yeah, uh, unfortunately it was very watered down. And I know one time we thought about doing a rebooking uh, idea or just what could have uh, been different and unfortunately too many guys with turner deals uh and smartly so mind you sat at home and healed up and got free money uh for not working and waiting to uh go to WF at the time and uh work for them but had they waited for these contracts to end and subtly just bring them in under the WWE banner and you know keep them going and then do the surprise, as much as I love the initial introduction of the alliance that I think we talked about a couple weeks ago, yeah. the execution a lot of fans crapped on because of the lack of star power. When And it's no knock on them. Your top two WCW stars were Booker T and DDP. You know, how much extra can you invest in a legit fight between the two? And then they had uh, Steve Austin switch sides just to boost up the uh, power of WCW and ECW. And that's the guy who got fired by WCW and uh, used ECW as a platform to get to WWF. Like, he had no real connection to them legitimately or logically but they did it and it was the worst time period having austin as heel you lost the rock and you don't have all these other guys there and steve as a heel just people were turned off from and it's bad enough that the uh fans of wcw didn't follow the wcw talent over to wf to continue the support you saw viewers just go okay We're done. That's gone. And it could have been uh, so much better had they let for a slow burn and got all their eggs in one basket and then pulled the trigger. Like Eric Bischoff said that apparently he was called by uh, JR to possibly have a job, but because they didn't have a direct direction for him and any concrete plans, they just were wanting to talk. He didn't return the phone call, and it was months later that he, in the next year, that he actually showed up. So it, it was all about timing, and it's could have been better. However, I do love the uh, uh, melding of the uh, Vince and Shane face.
1: Yes, very well done.
0: Whoever did that was great, being able to like, match them up the way they did.
1: Nineteen years ago on Raw from Grand Rapids, Michigan, RVD defeated Jeff Hardy in a title-for-title title ladder match to unify the, unify the IC and European championships. The end of the show had Brock Lesnar declaring himself a free agent and leaving for SmackDown. Fourteen years ago, WWE presented the Great American Mash. Hornswoggle defeated Chavo Guerrero, Fernaki, Hornswoggle, Jimmy Noble, Jimmy Wang Yang, and Shannon Moore to win the WWE Cruiserweight Championship. The title would be put to rest a couple months later. Carlito defeated the Sandman in a Singapore cane on a pole match. Randy Orton defeated Dusty Rhodes in a Texas bull rope match. Great Khali defeated Batista and Kane in a triple threat match to retain the World Heavyweight Championship. And John Cena defeated Bobby Lashley to retain the WWE Championship. This would be Lashley's last WWE belt until his return to WWE in 2018. Nine years ago in Japan, New Japan Pro would see three titles change hands on the last of 30 days celebrating the 40th anniversary tour. On the 30th and final day of New Japan Pro Wrestling's 40th anniversary tour in Yamagata, uh, Tenji Koju, which is Hiroshi Tenzin and Satoshi Kojima, defeated Chaos consisting of Takashi Izuga and Toro Yeno to win the vacated IWGP tag team championship. Forever Hooligans, Alex Kozloff, and Ricky, uh, Rocky Romero defeated Joshin Thunder uh, Liger and Tiger Mask 4 to win the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Championship. And Shinsuke Nakamura defeated Haruki Goto, uh, or Gutu, maybe it's Gutu or Goto, do you know Goto? Goto. Anyways, Goto to win the uh, IWGP IC Belt. It's a happy 38th birthday today in Chris uh, jo- uh, Jonathan Hussey, aka Johnny Curtis, aka Fandango. And whoever that cop guy is, what, what was he called there?
0: That's Fandango. he's still Fandango, they hear he was just dressing up like yeah. a cop. They were fa- the fashion police, him and. and oh, the and fashion the police, okay. And of course, they just recently got released. So who knows where yeah. Johnny Curtis is going to end up next he is a he is a funny guy he's good with improv i uh i like
1: i forget what show that was that wwe was doing where they were doing you know little vignettes and jokes and shit like that they would have an entrance set up at a coffee shop yeah yeah i i enjoyed him on that it's a happy 40th birthday to kenny lane aka kenny king Uh, He is a former Chippendales dancer who who was a contestant on the second season of Tough Enough. He would wrestle on ROH, winning their tag titles as one half of All Night Express, and spend a little time in TNA, then return to ROH. Today would have been
0: the sixty. Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, in this picture, he was also a contestant on The Bachelor. Really? Oh, I did not know that.
1: Uh, let's see. We're on the Kenny King. I don't know we already did him. All right. Today would have been the 62nd birthday of David Atkinson, a.k.a. the Yellow Rose of Texas, David Von Erich. And today would have also been the 81st birthday of George Alexander Trebek, of course, Alex Trebek of Jeopardy. Um, he was at WrestleMania 7 in 91 as a backstage interviewer and as a ring announcer for the main event. Trebek Wood passed away in November of 2020 from pancreatic cancer. And that is it for this week in wrestling history. Of course, it's compiled from the vast land of Google, Wikipedia, cagedsideseats.com, and as always, most importantly, from fans and journalists that had front row seats to history. And a big thank you to our sponsor, as always. Cool bet. Stay cool. Bet responsibly. Um, And there you go. That's this week.
0: Yeah, so thank you for uh, doing that. We got in uh, just under an hour. Uh, I think last week we ran a little bit longer than an hour, but that's okay. Uh, Rich has tried to do uh, an hour, but sometimes it just. A lot of things. There's a lot.
1: lot, This week didn't have as many big moments.
0: Yeah, unless you're a Vern Garnier fan.
1: Yeah, unless you're a Vern Garnier fan, then we could have talked forever.
0: Exactly, so I well, thank you for uh, doing that uh, We got a lot of th- stuff coming up uh, Tonight we will do uh, the Scumbags Wrestling Podcast Episode number 160 uh, We'll look at uh, Impact Wrestling and the slam Anniversary Card Money in the Bank uh, results Plus all the news coming out of that It was a great weekend of wrestling with uh, live fans coming back on Smackdown Impact, uh, Money in the Bank and Raw So we'll keep it going. Momentum is back. Fans are back, and hopefully, uh, some of the uh, ridiculousness of wrestling for the last year and a half is going to be put on a shelf and maybe fondly remembered in uh, years to come with this uh, show. But you never know what the Thunderdome will end up looking. uh, Be remembered as. But thankfully, fans are back, and we hopefully won't need to go back in time to a Thunderdome uh but yeah join me for uh, the podcast i'm not sure uh, if steven is going to be back yet we're still juggling things uh schedule wise uh openings in ontario everybody's got jobs to go back to and uh, things to open up so we're uh juggling our schedules around and going to make sure we get our content back uh the way it used to be uh but thank you for your support whether you're watching on YouTube or Facebook or Twitch, go through Spotify, iHeartRadio, and all the other podcasting stuff from Ontario Podcast Network, John's Podcast Network. Get our t-shirts at uh, prowrestlingtees.com. Support Stevens Wrestling Journey, and yeah, a um, couple other things coming up in the Ontario area, a bunch of uh, shows, so you'll uh, know that on our podcast. And just want to remind people. Uh, rib fest is coming up in uh, london civic holiday weekend so end of july uh through the monday first monday in august and and rib we're allowed fest. two thousand people now they've upped it there we go and i heard complaints about that on uh people, will press, people people complain about anything so go and enjoy some ribs civic holiday weekend is coming up in a couple weeks and then at the end of august uh, you can also go to Budweiser Gardens for uh, the Hot Sauce uh, Expo Heat Wave. So, things are coming back, wrestling or not. We're going to uh, give shout outs to our friends and uh, acquaintances and uh, help support uh, businesses. If you want a shout out on our show, let us know and we'll uh, include you. But, uh, thank you for being a part of this. Thank you, Cool Bet. And we'll see you next week or later on tonight on the podcast. Have a good one.